Kimmy, 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 I finally got you in here. Well, don't, I need no one to pay attention to what I'm wearing. Um, so we got, we got business on the bottom, hot bitch on the top. I mean, scrubs in a tank top. Welcome to the Carrie Croft Show. Hey, yeah. <laughs> See, this is the kind of guest I want. Okay, do you want to keep these on? I mean, what, let's, let's keep I, them on. Because if, if we did one, if you want, because I can't. Keep can, them on? I can't. You want to keep them on? No, do you want me to keep them on? Well, I was going to say, we don't have to, but you look cute in them. And if I decide to play a song, it will mix through the, oh, you know what I mean? If well, we want to listen music. to some music. Does my hair look weird? I think it looks really good. Are you sure? I'll show you. <clears throat> I mean, if I took the chance or if I took the time to actually wash it. Oh, I think it I looks mean, good. It's not bad. No, I think you look really good. Oh, thank you. Me, on the other hand. No, I think you look great. Mm-hmm. I like it. What's that Better? disease where you like hate the sound of your voice? There's like an actual term oh, for, for it. Oh, for sure. I think I have it. But you know, I used to have it when I was younger. And now, listening to myself... Now I think I, my voice is just what it should sound like. I don't have that same thing I used to have, but like, yeah. with, like with tape recorders and stuff. When you were in your room recording yeah. all the ratchet rap songs? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, my voice would be real, real effed up. You know, I'm very triggered by voices on podcasts, so I'm hopefully, I'm hoping that my voice doesn't trigger anybody because there's sometimes I'll turn on my murder and I can't stand the sound of the person's voice and I have to shut it off. It doesn't matter how interesting the, so the story is. Well, you know, that's happened to me a lot. I can only listen to a couple of the murder. Um, well, I'm a murder snob. Yeah, duh. Uh, <laughs> but um, I can only listen to a few of the murder podcasts podcasts yeah because of the tone of the voice because of the voice yeah and i you know my og murder podcast is my favorite murder no uh it's not like dateline the fuck's it called oh sword and scale sword and scale I, okay that voice am i allowed to swear oh. i i just want to I, I didn't if you don't swear i'll be, <laughs> I'll be really sad you can say fuck shit damn boobay. <laughs> okay, I just we'll have a boob party. I just wanna, just wanna understand. So sword and scale. Mm -hmm. That voice. And the way he voice. the way he narrates. Do you know who else loves it's that? It's high Darcy. And Corella. So Darcy um is the one that told me about it. Yeah. And this was I remember um it was when I was pregnant with Dane living in that apartment when our house was getting redone oh, gosh. and I would like lay there and I was miserable but I would put that on I'm like this is the best thing anyone's ever told me about <laughs> and then at some point though I it was last winter and I probably told you this where I'm like my happy place is like it's almost dark which is which is really like 5 p.m. and I'm going by the wooded area in Arlington walking listening oh, mm. and so finally I'm like is this is this normal? I probably should tone down the murder mysteries. Somebody said that to me. It's a, like I somebody some account posted a meme, and it was like you're a real sociopath if you like listen to murder to calm down at night. I'm like, so like since ten people sent me that, like, <laughs> yeah, is that me? Because I watch we watch Dateline. Well, at do you night. judge yourself ever for this? No, no, I have. I kind of do because I think that I have a couple of friends who think I'm weird. I mean, for other you probably reasons, have a couple for, friends that think you're weird. for other for other reasons. <laughs> let's go. Let's go specific to this to murder. But but like, wait, why are you like you really like date? Like, why would you like? It's like entertainment. Someone's death is your entertainment. I well, or maybe I'm figuring out how to not get murdered. Yes, like I'm. I need to understand how it's happened. Who did it? It's always somebody that they know. So, you know, where they're living, what time they're getting. I just need to understand, like, but, all but, of it. But how is someone not fascinated by that? I don't know. Maybe because they're, everybody, they're normal. Well, everyone looks normal, though. Everyone we walk I know. around, we all look normal. And then all of a sudden you wake up and you hear that these college students are all slaughtered in their house. Oh, like, I know. That one was tough for me. I'm like, it's just yeah. ridiculous. I know. Well, I'm glad that I have you to look to. I don't feel so alone. No. I mean, anybody that knows me well knows that I listen to a lot of podcasts because I drive a ton. Yeah. Um, so people are always asking for podcast recommendations. And nine times out of ten, they're also requesting murder. So you are not alone. No. You are not you alone. alone. All right. That was a big, that was a long introduction. <laughs> Kimmy Veerhoff, welcome to the Carrie Croft Show. This is so exciting. I'm so excited to have you here. 
I'm excited to be here. We've tried this a few times. I have a very fluid schedule. You have a fluid schedule. I have a fluid schedule. So for those of you who don't know Kimmy, which is probably no one, because <laughs> we all because <laughs> we all know Kimmy. Uh, Kimmy is an OG trainer for System of Strength and um, great friend of mine, oh, and just an overall just amazing human being walking amongst us. You know what? That means a lot coming from you. I appreciate that. How is that for an intro? I mean, I don't know. That's you've covered, you've covered it all. So Kimmy, take us back to uh, pre Kimmy working, uh, like training at system of strength, mm -hmm. go back to the day where you were approached to teach and kind of give us the evolution of you getting to know system of strength. Well, it was a high and tight class, and I was plucked from obscurity by Carrie Croft. Um, you just asked me, and you're like, have you ever thought about uh, being a fitness instructor? I'm like, uh, no, but I like to work out. I'll try I, anything once. <laughs> I'll try anything once. Um, I've always played sports growing up, and like, I loved, obviously, I was going there a thousand times a week, spending a ton of time there, and I already had like the sense of community there, so I was like, sure i'm like this mm -hmm. sounds great so high and tight was the first class that i was training that was like back i mean sometimes you just need to take a moment and like think back where we've come from that was like the shit show of like the training process oh. which was like okay so come to this high and tight and like you teach the first 30 minutes and then i'm just gonna come up and teach the last 30 minutes like what did that even look like did you even know what i was doing the first 30 minutes it was probably the most discombobulated and class amazing and we were just like yeah this is how our training process and now like fast forward to the google drive of documents and the process and the policies and the people mm -hmm. i mean it's like we were just shitting in the wind at that point. Oh. I mean, it was so that's how it happened. And then I taught in Dublin. I taught one class at night, which most people that know me now know that I do not PM fitness. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, started from the bottom. Now I'm here. <laughs> so now I teach 160 classes a week, and I love doing it. There's honestly never a day that I wake up and most of my alarms are in the four o'clock hour that I'm like, this sucks. Like I always, I like, I look. I look forward to doing it. If there's ever a day that I don't look forward to do it, then I'll just hang up these stank ass running shoes up on the walls and I'll be done. But I don't think that that's going to happen anytime soon. Isn't that wild? Like what SOS is to people? Oh yeah. What would it look like? Like what would the day look like without that <sighs> community? I don't know. It'd be it would really, be really. I'd be really sad. It would be really boring. <laughs> we, be, we we'd all be really bored. I'd be really sad. I don't. I mean, I don't. I honestly don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know what it would be like. I mean, I'm sh I probably would have figured something out, but there's just, right. I mean, I've tried all the things here, please. Like I've gone to all the places mm -hmm. like, and everybody's community is lovely, but I just love, I love everybody that comes to SOS because it's like our 10 year party. Like some of the people have been coming there since the dawn of time. And like, I've seen <laughs> them get married. I've seen them have babies. You know, I've seen them like go through like new jobs and everything. And I mean, we like get into people's shit. Like I know like their kid's name. I know their husband's name. I know like the last four digits of a social, like we know each other's stuff. So it's like, it's kind of like, it's, this sounds like I've been like smoking weed, but it's, it's just more of, it just feels like a like a friendship. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean like Matt and Darcy, for example, I didn't know Matt and Darcy before SOS. They are two of our, best friends like I would do anything for those two and of course West and Red and Roy <laughs> and Corella and like Ellie you know like that's yeah, brought, no, it's it's... brought so many like incredible mm -hmm. people and like Steph into my life so I'm very thankful and obviously cousin Gretchen uh, <laughs> cousin <laughs> and I guess my husband too, since she says she like takes credit for that but <laughs> no she didn't hook you up remember she she I would not. like. I would like. Is that a stack of Bibles? Mm -hmm. No, I know. I, I know like, Gretchen. She no. She did not. No. Hook. You Doug saw him Verhoff. randomly. I saw him at at Burns on St. Patrick's Day. After I had like seventeen beers, where all good people meet their spouses, and Gretchen was not there. No. 
she's gonna she's this is gonna be triggering you should put a trigger <laughs> warning in the beginning of this for her because this is gonna be this is gonna cause some problems some family problems oh my god all right so kimmy you and i were, were talking at the party and this is also a topic that we i think talk about here and there because we are elderly mothers <laughs> I, I prefer geriatric. I was just going to say, you know what? And anybody out there in the, uh, you know, like the OB, whatever world, whoever still allows the term women geriatric. to walk in and say it's a geriatric pregnancy should be. They're assholes. Uh, their hand should, I, put your hand on the table. We're going to take a, na- a nail and just yeah. hammer a nail into your hand. Can we just change the word? Because it makes no sense. Like, let's use a softer. Let's do something different. Let's start a revolution We're just on this like podcast. Later. Parents. Not a, not appropriate. So. Yeah. I mean, we're smoking hot, you know, in I mean, our is this camera 40, on <laughs> in our 40s moms. But there it's a real thing. Right. So we yeah. were talking about, first of all, because I was like, how old were your parents? Because mm-hmm. I thought your parents were like so much older for some mm-hmm. reason. And you're like, well, my mom was 30. And I'm like, hold on a minute. But she that's was, old back then. Well, right. So it's all relative, right? So yeah. like fast forward today, you know, holla all my 40 plus moms, right? So, you know, we're a camp, right? Yeah. We are a camp. Mm-hmm. And so if you are a mom um, who has, for whatever reason, had your brood later in life, I feel like there are two big things that come with that. There's lots of things. Mm-hmm. But for me, number one. I am giving them the best of me. And I know that. And that, and I don't think, I'm not saying just because I, you know, that other people who had kids younger aren't for me personally in the way I've evolved and with my business, like mm-hmm. wanting to be in business and like FOMO of other things. Like I just know now that, that I'm giving them the best of me, but then also the other side of that pendulum is counting the years that you have with Oh them. yeah. It is really something I do every day yeah. and I expect the number to be different. And it's never going to be different. It's like, wait, I'm going to be 90 when they graduate from high school. Wait. Yeah. Like, you know, so, so I want to just open up the dialogue, yeah. you know, both, both positive and negative because everything has that. Right. So yeah. you can look at the whole, the whole scope of it, but having kids in your forties, I'm so happy yeah. that people are doing it. That people who felt like maybe they, it was too late for them can actually, it could be an open conversation. Yeah. I feel, I think I told you this. I, and I can't wait for like all the psychiatrists to like DM you and like diagnose me with all these things. <laughs> I have been insanely in tune with age and getting older, not like in a cosmetic way, but like in a just, I remember being younger and like realizing that like my parents were older and then I was like, well, that means I probably have less time with them. You know what I mean? And then I I think I told you like Georgia has that, like she will look at me and she'll say, I don't want you to become a grandma. And I'm like, what are you, like, what are you talking about? Like, why do you, but then I'm like, holy crap. Like I used to think that too. Like I would, I was like fearful of like my parents getting sick or like something happening. But I feel like before I had kids, I felt like nothing can hurt me. You know what I mean? And now, Darcy and I have talked about this. Now I am consulting the Google machine. Mm -hmm. I am dying every day of my life. I have had a mammogram this year. I've had a colonoscopy this year. I'm not even old enough for one. I've had like, I've had every test because I am so fearful to like, leave my children Mm -hmm. so i'm like so dialed in on like my health and like taking care of myself but like to your point in like giving them the best of you like because i did have kids later than like you know like kelly pamonti like one of my best friends like i i have got to like understand like in the scope of things like how how fast time goes. You know what I mean? I mean, shit, like Georgia's going to kindergarten. I mean, you, I'm thinking about this. Like she is leaving for a year abroad. Like yeah. <laughs> I am acting and it's so crazy. And like, I had a couple gals, they, their kids are older. They're, they're like, it'll be fine. I'm like, do you not have a soul? <laughs> I'm like, do you not remember what it was like? So time goes by so fast and now I have this stupid thing on my iPhone that like sends me a new picture every every hour and like triggers me with all my like kids like baby pics. But 
I am so thankful for like the time that I do have with them and like making points like even though everything on social media is right some I mean most of it's probably bullshit right mm -hmm. <laughs> so like Lots. so for every like happy family vacation you don't see like the 30 minutes that like I just spent screaming at Ford in the corner or like somebody just mm -hmm. shit on the floor or like all of that but like and sometimes during those moments like I will audibly say out loud I'm making memories for my kids I'm making memories for my kids right. but because it's it's hard mm -hmm. too but like I'm still I'm still very thankful so I try to I'm trying to be conscious conscious of being thankful, but I also want to like feel the hard things mm -hmm. because I don't want to like gloss over that and like have that like toxic positivity and act like I just run around and shit Cheerios and rainbows all day, but like cuz it's hard too. And people would think that about you. I do do that sometimes, but people would think that about. But here's the somebody thing. Somebody just said that to me via DM like three days ago they're like is there anything in mm -hmm. your life that's not perfect i'm like how much time do you have <laughs> and, and he, here's what i'm gonna say about this because i do feel like you have uh, like your brand is very much like what would kimmy do i mean mm -hmm. you just have this this thing but it's what what is interesting to me is like there's not one thing about that that's not authentic to me. No, and, yeah, yeah. And I think it's just how you choose to handle your life. So for example, you're not someone who's going to pretend again like okay, Ford wasn't shitting his pants in the corner, <laughs> eating every snack or you're going to pull your hair out. You're you're owning that as part of the experience. And and you're happy anyway and you move forward anyway and you go toward the the next good moment anyway. Oh yeah. So so that's what I see in you that's so cool. It's not like I look at you and think, "Oh, Kimmy's perfect." Yeah. And whatever. I feel like the way you handle the imperfections along with the, the whole bag of, of tricks, the way yeah. you handle it is just in a positive, cool, authentic way. And I think that's what people resonate with. Well, like, I appreciate you, that. Because you'd be the first one to be like, <clears throat> no, like, you know, here's what's happening with me. Or like, if you wanted to share something, yeah. I don't think you would ever try to flex that your life is perfect. That sounds like the douchiest thing I could right. <laughs> Yeah. Hear of somebody right. doing. No, because it gives people these this false sense of like it gives people expectations because everybody loves to compare their, mm -hmm. themselves to other people. And it's like it really is. It sounds so cliche. And I'm sure everyone said it a thousand times. It's the thief of joy mm -hmm. when you just keep constantly comparing yourself. And then social media is just like. Ugh, like sometimes like I, I love social media because I want to see your babies. I want to see your vacation pics. I want to see the funny memes. But like part of me just wishes that like some like super awesome celebrity was like social media sucks. Let's shut it down. I'm like, fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like we're done here because I like always joke with my, with my friends. I'm like, I should have been born in 1940. Like 1940 was my like sweet spot. 50s would have been really cool. Like 60s, just sometimes like the the negative stuff that comes with social media. Like if I blacked out with you in college, I do not want to fucking hear your political standpoint on anything. Like please do not jam it down my pie hole. Mm -hmm. I'm not jamming mine down yours. Just give me your family vacation photos yeah. and like you know tell me that someone shit in the corner and that you got a cool new dog because it's just that stuff that's too much and it's not too much for me because i could weed through the bullshit yeah. but i worry about like the danes of the world mm -hmm. or the georges of the world mm -hmm. or the fords of the world like how do you because really when you think about like where we are like we're like in the beginning of the you know the age of kids where we really need to like teach them about social media and like how scary it can be but how fun it could be too so if someone could just dm Carrie or like send you like who does that because yeah. i don't know how to do it so no it is i mean i think about it and he's four and a half right and i, I think about how how are you going to manage this big beast and then i'm like you know what how about this? Worry about today because the way it looks when he's 10, yeah. you know, I don't even know what's going to be. I mean, it's just going to evolve, but oh, I, you know, I'll, just, I'll just deal. I'll just deal with yeah. that then. I know. I, I like always ask parents when I'm like, 
So like when do kids get like Apple watches? Like when do kids get cell phones? Because I swear, and we live in a very small school district where I think Georgia's class will have like 90 kids. But I swear if like one parent stood up and was like, we're not getting our kids cell phones until this age. Can everybody do the same? I'd be like, cool, I'm in. Because it's like when one kid gets one, then it's like this spiral effect. And I'm like, I get the part where like, it's cool to like know where your kids are and all of that stuff. But like, part of me is still like, I don't know, like, we didn't have that. But I get it. Like the world is different now. So like, I can go back and forth. But I just feel like that cell phone, it just opens up like a can of worms and this whole new world that's way beyond just mm-hmm. calling your mom to tell you that you're okay. So that kind of like, yeah. add that to my list of worries in my perfect life. Yeah. <laughs> things that I yeah. like struggle with just like thinking about. And it's like, I do, I do what you said. I try to stay in the moment. Like, but I, I do like find myself like starting to worry about like, the future, like a lunatic. Are you, do you have high anxiety? Are you, do you struggle with anything like depression, anxiety or anything like no. that? Are you pretty even, you seem like a pretty even keeled Yeah, so individual. I have been, I mean, I've been very lucky. I've never suffered from depression or anxiety. Like I remember like, I remember like when my dad was sick and being in like a conference in Michigan and I was like waiting for him to call to like tell me test results. And it was like, I started to get that like that pitter patter in my chest. And I like, I was like, I feel like this is what like anxiety feels like. So that was the one moment before kids. I will say after kids, um, I definitely was had like postpartum depression, postpartum blues, like completely undiagnosed, but I most certainly like was not thinking like normally or like how I normally think historically. Um, But now I do feel like I could have some anxiety, just like the things that I worry, I would just worry about everything. I'm like, okay, well, sky's obviously going to fall today. (laughs) Where are my kids going to be at? So it's all, all of my anxious thoughts or emotions they're centered around them. It's not like, it's just everything has like a link to them, like because I travel for work. So what if I get into a car accident? Oh, what's going to happen to them? Or like, I used to get very nervous. And this like includes Doug driving our kids, which I know is like wild. I like when Doug's Mm -hmm. parents would drive our children, I would get very nervous. Doug's parents are very lovely people and they drive very lovely because I've ridden with them. So Monica and Bill, uh, I think that you're a great driver. (laughs) My mother has never driven my children in our car. My mother will never drive my children Uh, in our car, in a car, any car, no car, no cars. Mm -hmm. If something happened, I would download Uber on her phone, call Mm -hmm. 911. Like she's not, it's not happening. She's a great driver. Knock on wood, Dolores hasn't been in an accident in a number of years. But but still, but still, it's just so. Yeah, those anxious thoughts are centered around the kids and their well-being, and then of course my well-being, and then Doug's well-being. And speaking of Doug, (laughs) thanks for that softball. (laughs) So, along with being this lovely, you know, authentic human that I described, Mm -hmm. you are. I think people would say. You are constantly doing something. Oh gosh! I do want to. I do want to. I, I I feel like we could psychoanalyze this a little bit. Oh, I can't. I cannot. I need. Can you forward this to like psychiatrists? Oh yeah. So I yeah. mean, this would like be like a free session yes. for me if you don't mind. Yes, like, oh, absolutely. Anybody out there? Just yeah, chime in. I have yet to find a human being. And tell me, I don't think this is just an illusion. I already heard that you don't want to marry me because I do too many things. Well, right. So that was that was on here. <laughs> I would marry you for your hot bod and 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 everything else. You're you are you're constantly doing something. So my mm-hmm. question is, mm-hmm. I love when I look and I see a weekend where like nothing's going on. And I like to do things, right? Yeah, Peppered yeah. in. Yeah. But if there's like a weekend where I can like chill maybe take dane to the park bring yeah. an aisle grill that's like i i feel that like you get would, you going i feel like you would be like oh we have a <laughs> night at home we like is that what it looks like is like you 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 do a night at home just enough like walk me through your thought process and constantly what is it i i mean first of all if 
I keep a paper calendar. I don't keep an electronic calendar. Yeah. And if you saw my paper calendar, it would probably put you over the edge. Like do you, you have it here? I do. Yeah. It, it's, it's, back, it's back over there on that chair. It's a lot. There's a lot of words on it. It's color coded. There's scribbles, but I don't, I like to do all the things. I do. I like to do all the things. I want to do all the things. Um, I like, I work, you know, I have a full-time job. Yeah. I teach. Um, Doug and the kids are my priority. Um, and then after that, I I put a, an emphasis on volunteering. I want to be able to give back because I'm very thankful for everything that I have. So that is next. Um I like to go out with my friends. You know what I mean? I like to schedule dates for Doug and I to do things. And then, I mean, Ford, not so much because he doesn't get to do anything. But Georgia has things. And, you know, she's a social person, which may be a byproduct of Mm -hmm. all the things that I do. Um, I don't look at the schedule and, like, if I see an empty day, I don't, like, feel the need to fill it. Um, It just almost happens that way because of, like, where we live, like, our neighbors, like, we're always at each other's houses. So, like, even in the dead of winter, like, there's not really a lot of times that we're just, like, home hanging out because, like, the neighbors will come over. We'll go over there. So we're, like, constantly around people. Um, I don't – it's it's so – it's probably, like, the opposite of what people would think I would be like, being an only child. Like, you would think that I would maybe want to – sit in my room and I don't know or maybe that makes sense because you were an only child I don't know I I don't don't, or maybe it has nothing to do with that at all maybe it's just who you are I don't know I feel I don't feel like as an only child because like my dad was like basically a kid like he was always hanging out with me and I always had like neighbors nearby like I never I never like felt like I was like alone or lonely or bored or I mean maybe that is kind of why I am the way that I am. I mean, I could carry on a conversation with that picture over there for like 30 minutes and it would be fine. But I do like to do all the things. I like to go eat all the places. I like to take the kids to all the parks. I like yeah, to yeah. I like to travel. It's funny. Darcy, Steph, and I have a <laughs> have a group chat and we were talking about the week and I was like, we're just talking about the 10-year party and being tired and I was like, yeah, you know, we don't we don't really have a lot going on this week. And I was like, but you know, by like normal standards, it probably feels like, and Steph was like, I would love to know what a slower week is for you. And I'm like, and I thought about it. I'm like, well, I'm taking Georgia to Chicago for two nights. And then we're going out to dinner on Friday. And then Georgia's hosting a lemonade stand for charity on Saturday. So like, I don't know, I guess that sounds like a lot, but <laughs> it, it, you do. Always, I mean, it's always now when you're home though, let's say it is your home. And it's you and Doug put the, are you kind, is it kind of boring for you? Like, do you have to, not that Doug's boring. That's when the murder comes on. That's when well, we watch that's the murder. Well, that's true. Yeah. Like, so you're just very stimulated by others. You're a total extrovert, right? I am a total like, there's extrovert. No, there's no intra anywhere. I love to be around people. Like, I love to be around people. I want to know everything about them. Like the day, you know, the thanksgiving shopping when it gets like really crazy like i want to go to the mall on that fucking day because i want like the chaos like i want like take me to the fair like i want i want i want like the craziness like i i like i like that like i like i thrive on getting stuff done you know i thrive on like activities i thrive i feed off of other people but like when we're home and it's just the two of us. Like, I like to, you know, do normal. Like, I'm not telling Doug, like, let's uh, build a house. No. <laughs> I'm like, uh, let's-, let's get the Legos out. <laughs> yeah, we don't do that. I'm like, well, I mean, days before I teach at 530, I'm like absolutely dead by 9 p.m. Right. But that is that is how I've always been. I've always been an early riser. I've never desired to stay up late like that doesn't sound fun to me like what's your when are you usually in bed oh my god i mean when georgia was a baby so when she was a baby i was like it was a very militant seven to seven we are not those people anymore with ford and he's just runs the house i (laughs) i mean darcy and i'll text at night i'm like i'll text her i'll be like 
there's just nothing that brings me more joy than getting into bed when the sun's still up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, put, put me to bed. So now, I mean, I'm probably physically in my bed at 8.30. Um, and then the kids will like watch TV with us for a while and then they'll go to bed. What about weekends? I mean, even if I'm doing something social, like if you're like, do you want to have some drinks? I'll be like, do you want to do that at like 2 p.m.? Because uh, like an eight o'clock dinner reservation. Mm -mm. Yeah. Mm -mm. See, I'm the same way. I like mm -mm. an early. Yeah. So, I mean, ideally, I uh, 11 would be stretching it on the weekends. 11. If I see midnight or one absolutely something's wrong <laughs> like no, that's the world same with like, me i don't want to i don't want to see that time on the clock <laughs> i really don't now is doug the same way he is he was, as social as you oh my god i mean or, he okay doug is very social him and his father are the most friendly people on this planet like couple years ago for my birthday we went to the grand canyon with the wyans and like doug was just like literally talking to people on the switchbacks like i'm like are we going to invite these people back to like our condo like what's going on and that's the same thing with like doug's dad or i call him big bill i mean we'll go someplace and they'll like they'll have the kids be like well we met natalie megan joe at the park and they live on this street and that street i'm like oh my god they're like coming over your house later aren't they right. <laughs> I mean, they're Doug and his dad are the friendliest people. Now, with in response to the socialness, I'm sure Doug would love it if I just like beep beep boop took it down a notch. Yeah. Um, but I and I do. I have been making a conscious effort to at least because sometimes I'll just spring things on him. I'm like, oh, we're doing this. And he's like, can you like just communicate that with yeah, me? Yeah, that like, doesn't go well on like, my end either. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I, okay. So I got this like well, right now we have like a board that I write on to like write out the week. But in November, I bought this like bougie little like family calendar that's like electronic and you could like put people's faces and like move things around. I'm Ooh, like, Ooh, I might need that. It just, I need to see, I can't do the Google calendar. I need to, I need something. I need a visual. Big. I need everything very big. And as Georgia gets more, more busy, then I think I won't, I guess Ford could do something too. So that's your, okay, that's what I was going to ask too, like with, with Doug, like I could picture him being like, Kim, I'm fucking tired. This yeah. is the 20th, 20th event. Like, can I we know. just do maybe 15, like yeah. maybe a little compromise, a little compromise. Which could you imagine if I would have married someone my age? I mean, Doug is seven and a half years younger than right. I am. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that all worked out in your favor. If I would have married someone my age, they would be like dead by now. I would have oh put God. him in the ground. Dude. No, he's he's good about it. And I like m the problem is I am a I'm a planner. I mean, there's a lot. I have a lot of problems. <laughs> Don't we all? I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a planner. So like it my it'll like drive some of my friends nuts. They'll be like, so, uh, you know, we have this in October. I'm like. We already have something that day. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Like, we already. So, like, if my, like, my friend Sarah, for example, we try to do pizza with each other's families every so often, and she's as bad as I am. She'll be like, well, for first th Thursday we have open is month and a half away. I'm like, ship it. So we put it on the calendar for a month and a half away, and then the things pop up. But Doug doesn't. I want him. Like, I almost need to. I almost need to take the initiative to reach out to his friends' wives and like f book something for him because I want him to. I want him to go play golf. You know, I want him to like go out to like have beers to watch a game. Like, I want him to do that thing, those things. But I just guys are just different. With, I like, was planning. just going to say that they're yeah. so different. Yeah. So, so different with that planning stuff, like the golfing and the, you know, getting together and talking about anything other than like, hey, dude, what's up, dude? <laughs> hey, bro. Yeah, man. I am kind of thankful, though, that I mean, Doug likes to golf, but he doesn't like to golf like some people like to golf like he does. He's not like thinking he's like going to be in the Memorial Tournament next year. Like no. he doesn't. He's not. He's not making like a career of it, but he does like to golf, but not like that. No. <laughs> he actually is one of the most friendly people. He, that I would agree. I would 
totally agree with that. He's the, I, anytime anybody asks me about my husband, I say the same thing. He is the nicest human being on this planet. Like he, I, I'll, verbatim, I'll say he's way nicer than I am. He's, I like always joked before we had kids. I'm like, I want our children to have your intelligence. I want them to have your personality, but I just want them to have my skin tone. Mm-hmm. That's what <laughs> you pretty much got that, right? I really did. Ford's a psycho like me, but Georgia is absolutely, she physically looks exactly like me, but she is Doug. She is so patient. She has, and she's always been like that since like a little kid. Like she had her like wits about her. She would be able to go in the front room and like calm herself down and be like, okay, I feel better now. Like two, like she is. Meanwhile, Ford is like throwing up middle fingers all over the house, God. like striking matches. Like he and the like snack bandit. Oh my God. The amount of sometimes I'll like text Steph and Dars. I won't tell Doug how much I spend at Costco. But and I'll be like, I just spent this much money in literally 17 minutes. Like I was like supermarket sweeping in there. Granted, there's always like six bottles of Mayomi and like maybe six bottles of Purple Top Prosecco from Kirtland. Right. I mean, if they want to like- the necessities, right? The necessities, you just never know when you're going to have some friends over. But I mean, it is, he, he's snack attack. But Georgia wasn't like that because we we're, again, we were more militant with like- this is when you wake up. This is when you have one snack. This is when you have lunch. This is when you have another yeah, snack. It was like, it is with, a, yeah, it with is, Ford, it's like, boop, oh, boop, it's, boop. it is open season for that kid. He can eat whatever. And it's, it's terrible. It, yeah, I know. I, that's what I told him last night. Like, and I don't know who taught him what dessert is, but I want to punch them in the throat because like he'll eat breakfast and be like, can I have a dessert? And I'm like, it is fucking 9 a.m., bro. <laughs> and I, I meant open season for my kid, not your kid. Oh, no. By the I way. know. Oh, I know, because Dane. It's snack time I know. all the time. And I just, I'm, I'm so surprised at how lax I've been with the yeah. nutrition. I don't know. I just think there's certain things that you just kind of. Uh, I pick in my battles, <sighs> That's man. kind of what I'm like. Oh, I my God. I More props to all these people out there that are super, like, that can get away with that. I just, it just doesn't work over here. I know. I, a group of my friends had babies at the same time. And we, like, got together at one of our friend's house. And we, like, made baby food. And, like, this, I thought in my head was going to be, like, my normal thing. I fucking did it once and I was like, this is absolutely not happening again. Like it just took too long, but like props to everybody that can get that done. I was like, I I can't, I just physically like can't do this. Like I just like, I just know that this is going to stress me out more than it's going to make me feel good. So like, I just need to like cut it. Yeah. So going back to Doug being the nicest person in the world. So what is it like though, when he really aggravates you? And you got like, so every couple has a dynamic. Mm-hmm. And I just had my Dr. Jim on yesterday. I can't wait to unleash him on everyone. It we was should amazing. have him in the corner right now. <laughs> it, he was, I mean, he, the, the knowledge bombs he was dropping yeah. about just the, you know, the one big knowledge bomb that I, I remember from marriage counseling, but I kind of forgot about it what until he it? came in and he was like, you know, most marital problems are not solvable. Yeah. And he's like, the goal isn't, to actually solve the problem. The goal is to bring something to productive conversation so that it can evolve. I like that. And I was like, wait a minute, Dr. Jim, this is why you need to be a regular on here. I totally forgot about that part. Yeah. Because everybody's always like, no, I'm I'm right. You're wrong. Do it my way. You're trying to cram somebody into your own agenda. Yeah. You're a strong person. I assume I could be completely wrong. You probably do a considerable amount of holding the pants in the relationship. I mean, I, I would think. Yeah. What happens when you really piss him off? How does he handle it? Is he an arguer? Is he a stonewaller? Is he how does is, is he a nice arguer like where he's like Kimmy? Any, how does Doug handle you in a in a behind the scenes marital moment? Poor Doug. Behind the scenes with Kimmy and Doug <laughs> Vierhoff. Doug. I mean, there for, for like me getting mad. I like. It's like the Taylor Swift song, like, it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. (laughs) Like, it's it's always me. And, like, I will say that. Like, it's normally me. And, like, I feel like, you know, because Doug and I got married, like, very fast. Uh Like, if I, I mean, you'd think I was, like, a mail order situation. Like, we got married very fast. Um, And I think, like, you know, after we had Georgia, and I know Darcy said that she did this, too, like, 
the way that like I'm doing things is the right way. Mm -hmm. So like then the way that Doug's doing things is the wrong way. Mm -hmm. Really, it's not. It's just his way to do. We're getting to the same point. Yeah. So control. It's control. It is control. And I mama bear control. Yes, it's a thing for sure. And now, like, I mean, if we have an argument, it's it's honestly probably because I've overscheduled us or something like that. Mm-hmm. And Doug is, he is a very level-headed, calm person, which is not what I am. Mm-hmm. So it's good that there's one of him and one of me, and not two of me. Yeah. Or even like, I mean, I guess what did did two of Doug's just like get along, or is it just like a snooze fest? You know, no, they'll they'll find their way to to argue, to argue of, yeah. of or something. I mean, I think that's just the inevitable. Yeah. See, and I, my thing sometimes is like, I think my parents told me like you just never want to go to bed mad. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't want to go to bed mad, but in the same breath, like. My ass is tired, man. I don't feel like talking before bed. Yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. I I am an incredible person in the morning. I can get out of bed. I am so annoying. I will hop out of bed. I'm like, this is awesome. Let's go. Before bed, I am a troll. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I am an ugly troll with gross purple hair. Like, I am a troll. And honestly, you don't want to talk to me before bed because I won't be reasonable I'm I'm not the best version of myself, right. so that doesn't always work in my favor with my rule with not going to bed mad and being yeah. a heinous troll. <laughs> I find I, I'm just trying to picture you. I have like the little picture in my head with of the these hair? trolls where you go like this yes. with the hair. Yeah, that's so are like, you. You're a fiery arguer. No, I mean I feel like. I'm like thinking, I'm like, what would Doug say? I, I feel I feel very strongly about my point when I truly believe that I am right. Right. But I do feel like I have the ability to say if I'm wrong in like a relationship. Because yeah. I, I know sometimes that that I shouldn't have snapped at him about that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like in hindsight, like once I like calmed down a bit, like he was right, I was wrong, or like who the fuck cares? Like, what, what are we, who, who cares? Like, yeah. is there really a right person? Like, again, we just did the same thing. We just did it two different ways. And I think that with like parenting is where, but I think that we're, we're pretty in line with the kids and like how we hope that they turn out. I mean, I just want my kids to be like good, mm-hmm. empathetic, kind human beings that aren't assholes and Doug and I obviously have that same vision um we take different routes to get there with Ford and Georgia but I mean we I think that we align on that but sometimes like I said we just get to the same spot two different ways well you guys have the hardest part already done because you're you are both all of those things Oh, thank you. Well, you are. So I mean, yeah. they're, they're they're just seeing, you know, because yeah. kids kids watch. Like, yeah. and I oh, and I God. I am a firm believer. It's so. I mean, right now I have to repeat things, and obviously he's in a different phase. It is so much less about what I say to Dane than what I show Dane. Yeah. Oh, gosh. and that's the heart. But that's the thing. It is. It is hard, and it is hard. Like, it is hard because sometimes I'll get like so frustrated with myself if I do like just fly off the handle and I like lose my mind. And then it's so funny because I think back, and I swear I I bet if I asked my mom, it's still there <laughs> in my in my mom's kitchen cabinet. It would say like <laughs> it was like take a breath, take a step back. And I was like, now in hindsight, as a parent, I'm like. Holy shit, my parents had a note in the cabinet to like calm their asses down when I was being a jerk, you know? But it's true. Like you have to like like with with Georgia home, I'm like, okay, she's gonna be going to kindergarten soon. Or like, you know, on a day that I get to be home with the kids, I'm like, it's not gonna be like this forever. No. So just like feel what you feel for the moment. Like try not to like lose your shit again, or at least like <laughs> we used to tell Ford when he was little to scream into a pillow and he would, he would be like this little person just like screaming to a pillow I'm like just leave the room for a second take a breath but you're right it is how you like act you know and like what you teach them and how you teach them to react to situations and I sure shit have not reacted to every situation um, as best as I can but 
I try to get better. That's okay. You're never going to. That's an unrealistic expectation. But like I was, um, when I was talking to Reagan Walsh, the author of Heart Boss, we had that conversation about, you know, just apologizing to your children. I think it's really important to to respect them enough. And I don't think enough because, you know, you're in a power, quote unquote, power position as a parent, right? So it's like, why am I apologizing to this, this tiny person? But I heard Brady do it to Dane and I was like, wow, like that was kind of impactful. And then ever since then, if I lose it on Dane or if I, you know, I make a point to tell him not only because it's what I should do, but I also just think to your, you know, to myself about people who don't know how to say they're sorry as a grown ass person. Well, you know, I want him to be able to, to register that and understand like when you, you're going to inevitably mess up. You're yeah. going to make bad choices, but it's, you know, to be able to reflect and truly apologize is important. Yeah. I think I, we tried to, like, I also, with that apology and like not making the right decisions, like you said, you're not going to do it all the time, but like, I want Ford and Georgia to see us as like a safe place mm-hmm. because like when they get older and like, what if they fuck up like hardcore, you know what I mean? I don't want to like them to get in trouble and us to find out on the back end. Yeah. Like I want them to feel confident that they can come and like tell us anything. So I agree that like apologizing, mm-hmm. I need to, I need to do better at that, but it's just not something you really think about. I don't yeah. think in naturally as a parent yeah. to apologize yeah. for, you know, and not that you have to go apologizing every time you, you know, but the, you, know, you know, those moments, we all yeah. have those moments oh, God, where you're yeah. like, man, I really kind of, I'm not proud of, I just lost it there. And if somebody had a video camera on me, it'd be like, oh, you know, (laughs) (laughs) that was not a good edition of Inside Edition. (laughs) Carrie Croft goes ham on Dane. (laughs) More at five. More at five. You know, so I mean, here and there, when when you have those moments where it's like, okay, I'm feeling like that's, yeah, that's, uh, that's something that I might owe him. I thought that I, we took the kid. Well, I took the kids to that Disney immersive experience. Uh I'm telling you top three meltdowns of Ford top three. And I was like, I didn't want to leave because Georgia was enjoying it, but he was abs. He was a maniac. There was like, so I like grabbed him and I just like held them on my lap. Like I'd like just put my arms around him to like hold them there. Like just telling him to calm down. He got up, did it again. And I like, I'm like, if somebody had like an iPhone on me, like I would be on, I don't know, some type of like, I don't know. The cops would be here because they're going to see me like grabbing my kid and holding him. But I'm like, I just needed him to like take a breath and like calm down. Like he was, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's been many instances that I could be on some type of TV show for losing my shit. You know, how often do you have that moment where you're like, what the, do I even know what the fuck I'm doing? <laughs> oh, like how often? I, how often is it? Is I, it once a day? Is it 10 times a day? Like how often are we like, what am I doing? I'm raising a human being. How uh, is this possible? There are times that I, in my full-time job, there are times that I like, I'm like the fact that like I'm in this role and I'm like telling, like helping, like, I'm like, how did I get here? Like, how did I get here? And like, anytime someone asks for like parenting advice, my one ounce of parenting, well, two things. One is if somebody tells you like how to do things or they know what they're doing, they're full of shit because none of us know what we're doing. None of us know what we're doing. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I absolutely don't know what I'm doing. I think about that all the time. I'm like, are my children like prepared? Like, am I reacting appropriately in this situation? Like, am I over scheduling her? Am I under scheduling her? Like, what should I? It's just, I, I don't know what I'm doing, but like, I'm super lucky to have like a bunch of friends that also don't know what they're doing. So we sort of like act like we know what we're doing together. <laughs> You just, I mean, I got to ask for help. You got to ask questions and I'm just not going to like bulldoze into every situation with parenting and act like I know the answer because I most certainly do not know the answer. No. And then, but I think I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, you are. Yeah. They, they seem to be, Georgia seems to be pretty good. (laughs) We were doing our best, right? I, I literally, I have to say that to my kids 
at least two times a day. I always, I'm like, guys, I'm doing my best. Mm-hmm. I'm doing my best because that's all I could ask them to do. I'm like, I'm doing my best here. This yeah. is my best. <laughs> you know, that reminds me, we were in Florida at our hellacious uh, Disney trip from hell. <laughs> And uh, as it turns out, you know, the condo that we had had a water park that was very well done. These two huge slides of blue and a green and the the blue one. They're both pretty aggressive, but like Dane was actually going down them. And I didn't want to go down the blue one because it was Mm -hmm. very fast. The green one was more my speed. Yeah. And we're walking up the the steps together. And I was like, Dane, I'm like, Mop really. um," He calls me Mop, not mom, not to be confused with mom, Mop, Moppy. Stop and it. I said, How hey, have I never known uh-huh, that? He calls me Mop and Brady's like, I really hope he calls you that forever. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I'm going to make sure of it. It's Moppy. <laughs> mop. Mop. So anyway, I said, Dane, Mop really likes the green one. She's more comfortable. And he he turns around. He goes, Mop, do your best and be brave. And I was like, oh, God. I So I went down the blue you one had, just because of that. You had to. He told me to do my best and to be brave. You, you had no choice. It was like, but that's again, like. He's listening. They listen. Yeah. And they're little sponges. Yeah, they are. They are. Sometimes for not great things, but oh that God. was a great moment. You know, it was a great moment. To. Yeah. So Kimmy, uh, I bought a third microphone. Oh, for the studio. Mm-hmm. And one that. of my big reasons for trying to be in the studio was so I can have threesomes in here. It, honestly, looking around with the lights and the mm-hmm. black walls, great place. Chicken Mau Mau? Yeah, Chicken Mau. So who do you think you should come in here with for your first threesome? <gasps> wow. Should we let the people decide? I think we should let the people decide. But should we pick? I feel like maybe we should pick who like you five want me to people come in and then have people vote on it. I love that. So we could go the traditional non-complicated route. Can we and do... fly in Corella? Yes. Okay. You know what? Corella said she was going to be here. I think in like September or something. That would be great. You would do a threesome with Corella. Yeah. Corella, Darcy, Ellie, Steph. Who so else? I think I think maybe we put out a poll and then let people vote on the threesome. I love that. I'm in. And then we'll just do like, you know, the topics just like this. Like this was a free flow. We didn't plan this. Yeah, no. I asked We you, didn't plan to be this awesome. Uh, no, I didn't plan to wear scrubs and tennis shoes and black and white stripe. It just ha- it just happened. <laughs> what am it I wearing? Lo- you, well, you know what? I think both I of us look I think we can just we can pull it off. Oh my god. We can pull it off. Kimmy, any last words to close out your first of many appearances on the Carrie Croft show? No, just just do your best. Just do your best. Keep, keep your schedule tight. Do your best. Uh, be brave. <laughs> you want to see my paper calendar? I'll show you how to be a hot mess. And remember, nobody's perfect. Social media isn't real. True. Social media is not real, <laughs> but we love. But there's part of it we love. But there's part of it I love. All right, guys. If you're still following me out there, please subscribe to YouTube. Follow me on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Until next time. Try to stay as busy and cool as Kimmy, I dare you, <laughs> and keep moving. <laughs> Triple dog day up, yach!